every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live at Bullfrog Spas. Come out here. It's their job fair, 7017 West, 118 South in Harriman. They are hiring, and they've got uh, great rate wages, great benefits. If you're looking for a new gig, do yourself a favor. 7017 West, 118 South, out here in Harriman, uh, just west of Harriman High School. Uh, real quick before we get to what's going on, Gordon, did you know it's National Radio Day? Is it really? Yeah. National Radio Day. I mean, uh, I, I think all the, the wonky, dumb holidays they come up for every day is kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm not into it. But I guess uh, when it's something that, that uh, what, uh, honors us, Gordon, did, then I'm all about it. Did, did, I mean, you didn't really appreciate National Nuts Day. No, we're not going back there. Well, no, uh, no, let's just get to what's going on. on. I'm here. sorry I even brought hang it up. Hang on. I read today that if you eat a handful of nuts... It uh, it prolongs your life by 36 minutes. That's what the study said. Should we start with DJ and PK? What Happy National Radio show. Day. Uh, <laughs> here's David and Pat uh, talking about uh, who will uh, about Zach Wilson and the other NFL rookie quarterbacks. Colin Coward not high on Zach Wilson, noting he isn't big. That he was 19-9 and as a starter at the Y and 0-2 versus Utah. Is that a fair assessment? Travis, nailed it. Tony, facts. John, Coward's a blowherd, or blowhard. Steven labels him Jimmer 2.0. And Ryan says as long as the check clears, who cares? There are people with longer, deeper thoughts, but PK, this is as divisive as anything with the rivalry. Well, it does, he doesn't need money as your, your, your guy. I mean, I don't know of a bigger Cowherd fan than you. Uh, he's pointed out that he's silver spoonish to begin with, that he's rich. He's locked on the fact that his uncle owns and started JetBlue, and I don't know if he still owns it, but he started. So he must be rich. And all that. And because if you're rich, you can't be good. I'm looking at you, Peyton Manning. My guess is you didn't grow up like I did. NFL dad wasn't wasn't short on the cash. He was long on the cash. Yeah. He had more cash than Johnny. And both of them been everywhere. (laughs) I mean, Cowherd, your guy. You won, You quoted him for like 17 years straight. No, I didn't. Was it 18? You loved him. He came on right after us. You'd go home and listen to him every day on your ride home. And you would take a circuitous route so you could listen to him longer. No, I really wouldn't. <laughs> Me just driving around aimlessly in love Circuitous with the sports talk show. Route. Yeah, it's a tough word to say. Come on. Yesterday he wasn't saying seven dollar words, but today he is. The hypocrisy. I'm not, no, not everybody knows is. It's like trying to say Worcestershire sauce. I mean, it's a hard I hate that thing word. to that say. That is a hard word. To exactly. Say. 
And I don't really like this stuff, so that helped me avoid saying it. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, but you, we all know the word. Worcestershire sauce. And it's just circuitous root. Yes, I can't say that stuff. And you would do that to get more of him, and then you would come in and repeat what he said. Dad would be lathering that stuff with burgers on the grill. And you had a grill? Jeez. Oh, the advantages. Yep. College education. There it is. Good for you. And you're not that snobby. That's what's great about it. <laughs> State school. State school. Elite state school. Now. But nevertheless. Not so much then. I mean, I, I, now it's rolling. Somebody told you in 1942 that a chair could get into ASU, and you repeated it 40 years later. That was a former ASU uh, assistant coach. 40 years later, you've repeated it. Hmm. So Santa not Barbara could years. evolve, but apparently the school in the desert. Absolutely not. Our football program, we know it as Always Something University. That's what ASU stands for. Barry says Zach is where he is because of COVID. I wish him the best as a diehard BYU fan, but as a realist, I just don't see him doing well in the NFL. Let's hear what the herd had to say. Your hero. And so when people say you don't like Zach Wilson, it's not that I don't like him. He's smaller than I'd like. You know, he was 19 and 9 in college, could never beat the good teams he played. He, he was 0 and 2 to his rival. It's nothing against Zach Wilson. I think Trey Lance is a bigger, stronger athlete. I think Justin Fields is a bigger, stronger athlete. So I like them more than Zach Wilson. I think Trevor Lawrence, a bigger, stronger athlete. I do think, you know, with very few exceptions, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, I like my quarterbacks to be 6'2, 6'3, see over the line. It's an easier life. Bigger arm is always better than an average arm, right? So Zach Wilson has an average arm. Did he not see the simply throw? Known as, say the throw. Come on. Where's he coming from? He's your hero. Explain. He's tweaking New York. I think he's speaking from the heart. Uh, L.A. guy tweaking New York. He's not an yeah. L.A. guy. I mean, just where he got the job. He's been in Portland. He's been in Vegas. He he's, in I told Bristol. you, he's Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> Down. He got to where he is because of COVID. Chuck says, I'm a BYU fan. I think it's a fair assessment. I hope Zach proves him and me wrong, but I would have drafted Fields. Let me take you down, because we're going to draft Justin Fields and hope he is real. There's nothing to get hung about. Zach Wilson will suck. Andre says, it's a fair take because it's a prove-it league. The kid has tons of talent, though. Wait, wait, if it's a prove-it league, what the crap is Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence proved? Mm, they're really good in a couple of preseason games. Oh, they're not? I was going to say, um, uh, <laughs> we've only seen one game out of most of them so far. Yeah, I mean, last night was the second week. Start of the second week, yeah. Yeah. You're right. So we ain't seen that. We you and your Mac bias. In one game. Mac the Knife Jones. He'll carve you up. 
There you go, New England. I just gave you your niche and hitch. Let him do a touchdown. And he stitch. Let him do two touchdowns. He you let can him do go three touchdowns. Mac the Knife Jones, he'll carve you up. Man, I'm just a marketing genius. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen, uh, one of the, these quarterbacks is going to be really good. One of them is going to be kind of good, and the others are probably not going to be very good. And Zach has as good a chance as the rest of them. See, I, I agree with what, uh, what Coward's saying from a standpoint that, I don't know, he might not end up being a great NFL quarterback, but I don't like his reasons. His reasons seem strange to me. He's not particularly small. He's, he's, a, he's just a fraction of an inch under 6'3". Is, is that too small? It's uh, not too small. A lot of times I, I find the... I thought we were getting past the size argument. I thought, well, I mean, but I thought he, Baker Mayfield's success and Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, as he mentioned, you know, he's like, oh, I love, the, the best quarterbacks are big, except for this one, this one, and this one. Yeah. They're awesome. So, I mean, like, but, that that's dumb to begin with. Yeah, I, I, I don't like his reasoning behind it. He might be right. I, I, I don't know whether Zach is going to be successful in the NFL, but he does not have a small arm. He's got a big arm. Well, they're not taking him number two if he can't make the throws. Yeah, he can so. make the throws. I, I mean, he can, he's can. he got a strong enough arm to make the throws. We'll see how his judgment is uh, and how he, how, you know, all the things that go into being a really good NFL quarterback. He's going to learn a lot. But uh, so we'll see. I, I don't know what uh, Coward is. What his, he can have his opinion, and he has a strong one. So we'll see where it goes from here. Um, as far as who you would have drafted, who would have you taken it to? I don't know. I didn't study all the film. Two. Yeah. So we'll see how, how Zach does. Um, it's the tone around Zach Wilson changed a lot after his first appearance. Because it seems like there are a lot of Jets fans who were wondering because of some of the way he played in that uh, green-white scrimmage. But then they saw him in the in a short stint, just two series in the preseason game, and uh, suddenly people seem pretty excited about him. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, Jake, you know how uh, Worcestershire sauce got its name? No. You heard him talking about that. Right? You heard him talking about Worcestershire sauce. Well, uh, a guy, a prominent guy, went into uh, a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a restaurant and he got his dinner and he got some of that sauce and he put it on his food and he tasted it and he really, really loved it. And so he turned to the chef and he said, Worcestershire sauce. What's this here sauce? I got it. <clears throat> I heard it. So, we'll see about Zach. We'll see if he has sauce or whether he uh, will be bland. He goes for his second uh, game. Uh, maybe get a little more action, I don't know, against the Packers tomorrow. I... I What's this here sauce? Don't rush to. What's this here sauce? Yeah, I go. Uh, don't rush to judgment. Any people backing off because you've seen him play one preseason game. But we're not going to know if Zach's going to make it in the NFL for at least a season, probably two. 
Well, usually NFL quarterbacks start slow. You have your occasional outlier, Herbert, last year. You know, I mean, it does happen where a guy comes in as successful. It took Dan Marino. He sat for quite a, a good portion of the season, and then he came on strong when they started playing him. But John Elway struggled in his first year. Peyton Manning struggled in his first year. I mean, you're right. This is something we won't have an answer to for a while. I mean, uh, uh, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl in what his third year, and they and they just kicked him to the curve this off season. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, how many years did it take uh, the the Titans to give up on Mariota, Austin? Too many. Like four. See, Maybe. Jake, yeah. Jake loves bringing that up because he said that Mariota wasn't going to be any good, right? Uh, well, he said, also, he'd be, he said that uh, James Winston would be better. Right, which it I turns mean, out that neither one of us are here, right. But, but but if we just, I mean, people see, well, at that first preseason game, he looked, and we don't know. Yeah. And plus the Jets are going to stink around him, so we're yeah. really not going yeah. to know. So, I thought that was interesting what Phil Simms said. He said that he's, uh, Zach's got the toughest job of all the, the premier rookie quarterbacks, and he well, does. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the other rookie quarterbacks are playing on uh, teams that have more resources. And they're playing for teams where they can sit behind a veteran for a year and figure things out, much the way Patrick Mahomes did with the Chiefs. That seems like that's a good way to go, but uh, the Jets chose to do it in in a different fashion. And so there will be some rough spots. I thought Salah, the coach of the Jets, said it really a smart thing. He said it'd probably get worse before it gets better because that's what you do. That's how you learn. I remember watching John Elway play in that in those early games, and it was just like, where'd this guy come from? John Elway. I think he turned out all right. Yeah. <laughs> Not an L.A. guy? Yeah, he's all right. So we'll see what's that. You didn't watch John Elway and go, Worcestershire quarterback. Nope. Ugh, okay. No. Let's not go backwards. <laughs> oh, come on. A little credit due over here. Oh, come on. Chasing our listeners away? <laughs> do you like Worcestershire sauce? I do. You do? I do. You slather that on? It's what not, do you put, it's what not do you, really a slather kind what, of what sauce. Do you, what do you put it on? Oh, I don't know. It's good on burgers. Isn't on it a steak. more saucy cook into things? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I put it on stuff without cooking it in. I but it's it was not like anything. a liquidy type thing. It is liquidy. It's definitely not something you slather. You put it on fries? No, I do not know. You put it on vegetables? No. You put it on fish? Have you ever had? Yeah. The- it's been a long time now. Oh, it's been so long that if I had it now, I'd say, what's this your sauce? <laughs> We're here at Bullfrog Spa. Who left? It's their job fair going on right now. 7017 West, 118 South here in Harriman. They're doing interviews on site. They're very eager to add team members, and they're uh, pulling out all the stops, Gordon, when it comes to benefits. They really want they, they really do take care of their employees, but uh, they're really beefing things up. Uh, they do uh, tuition reimbursement, for example. They have retention bonuses. Uh, the health and dental insurance, of course, with great premiums. Um, wages starting at sixteen fifty. 50, uh, an hour uh, you can uh, with some of the shifts you can get up to a week off each month which is a pretty cool perk so uh, you know it'd be nice if you're into traveling that sort of thing give you time yeah. to 
to uh, explore that, that. That's so freaking valuable, I think, both for individuals and families. It's just to have that kind of freedom, it just enhances your life. They have overtime and advancement opportunities, uh, real great way. Uh, to get your foot in the door with a great company. So come out here, 7017 West, 118 South in Harriman. Uh, job fair going on today until 7. Tomorrow they'll be doing it from 11 to 2. So if you can't make it here this afternoon, you can still make it out coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, again, that address, 7017 West, 118 South here in Harriman. If you want some more info, you can go to bullfrogspas.com slash hiring fair as well. We'll get to Hanson Scotty and what's going on coming up right around the corner. So make sure... And uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, jumping on headset right now, he's uh, our friend Marshall from here at Bullfrog Spas. And, Marshall, I just ran down uh, a few of the benefits uh, you guys are offering. And, yeah, you're really pulling out the stops. You want to find some talented folks. We are. We also offer a a production bonus. So for the folks that work in production, we offer a bonus every pay period. All right. We kind of set some targets on quality and delivery. And when we hit those, we pay out that bonus every pay period on top of everything else we've been talking about. What what kind of employees are you looking for? I mean, as far as what talent, what skills need to be involved? I mean, really entry level, uh, it's mostly assembly work on the spas, so it's hands-on. So if you have experience with hands-on, that's awesome, or experience in manufacturing. But these are entry-level manufacturing positions, as well as others, uh, maintenance, forklift drivers, some of those that typically folks have experience in those items as well when we bring them on into those. You know, maybe I haven't asked about this enough, but but training. You guys are, are really into to training and make sure, you know, folks uh, are properly instructed on how to do it. Absolutely. We actually built a training center here on site, and we can simulate about 75% of what we do on our assembly line in this little training area. So the first time that somebody is building that portion of the spa or drilling a hole in the spa they're not doing it on on the one that's going to be in jake's backyard in two weeks they're (laughs) they're doing it on one that maybe we've already set aside for whatever reason um so there's low pressure they don't have to keep up with the rest of the line and so they're able to train and learn in a no in a no pressure environment Gordon, we've seen the, the taking a peek at the manufacturing process, and it's cool. It is. It's it really is. cool how you guys make these spas. Yeah, and if folks come on down today, I mean, it's almost like an episode of how it's made, right? We'll, we'll walk you through the facility and show you how it's made. Awesome. All right, get out here. 7017 West, 118 South in Harriman. That's Bullfrog Spas Job Fair. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. In college at San Diego State, a guy texts in, my neighbors the U's thought about naming their son after Marshall Falk. Thought about it? Why didn't they do it? You're, you're not catching on, Dave. What's their last name? You're just oh, so Oh, yeah, you're right. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going for Marshall U. <laughs> no, no, oh, I got it now. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you're so freaking naive, Dave. This is why we love you. You're not exactly you. a street smart guy. <laughs> Marshall U's not that bad. No, no, no. I think it's more the last name. So you name. really like the thunder in her, do you? Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougars at 30 update. 
As camp rolls on down in Provo, BYU tight end Dallin Holker says the tight ends are aiming for a seamless transition uh, between each other on the field. I mean, it's always good to have, um, especially in our tight end room, it's a really talented tight end room. So, I mean, uh, it's good that when one of us comes out that the next person can come right back in and, and keep doing good and uh, keep killing defenses. So it'll be good um, to have us both in there and to have all the tight ends in there together. This Cougar at 30 update brought to you by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Summer LASIK Sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Live for Bullfrog Spas. It's their job fair, 7017 West, 118 South. If you're looking for a new gig, come on out and see us. They're doing on-site interviews, great positions, great benefits as well. Should we get the Hanson Scott clip, Gordon? Yeah, let's do it. All right, they had uh, Chip Patterson on, uh, who covers college football. He was very good. I uh, would encourage uh, everybody to, to check out the whole thing. But let's uh, get his specific thoughts on the Utes and the Kooks. Obviously, it's uh, we're not going to be at 12 anytime soon in the college football playoffs, so we're still stuck with four. Is it going to be the same cast of characters, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma? Uh, does Cincinnati, could Cincinnati starting early, you know, as a top 10 team, could they threaten into a college football playoff spot? I, so um, the key for Cincinnati is not where they start in the rankings. It's the fact that they've got back-to-back road games. Well, they might have one bye week in, bet- in between, but they have back-to-back games on their schedule against Indiana and against Notre Dame, and they are both on the road. And if they go and win those two games, then by the time we get into October, they've got the they've got the spotlight. They're running. You know, they've got two wins against power conference opponents, against good power conference opponents, against ranked teams. And if they like, I I think that Cincinnati is about a touchdown better than anybody else in the conference on a neutral field. And they've got some of their toughest opponents, UCF and Tulsa, coming to Nipper Stadium, where I do think they've got a pretty good home field advantage. So yeah, if Cincinnati beat Indiana and Notre Dame, I would project them to finish the season undefeated. And if Cincinnati is undefeated with wins over you know Indiana and Notre Dame. Boy, that is the strongest argument that the college football playoff selection committee will have seen in this short amount of time in the college football playoff. That said, it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to go in and beat Indiana and Notre Dame. And if they lose one of those games, then I do think the door is shut. Now, in terms of teams that can make it to the playoff, uh, I, you know, you're going to look at an Iowa State. Uh, you've always got to entertain Notre Dame. I think that Jack Cohn, the former Wisconsin quarterback, could have a good season with the Fighting Irish, and they're going to be really solid once again. Um, you know, you could start to expand it a little bit, and you could maybe say, hey, I think that this is going to be a good Oregon season. I think it's going to be a good Washington. Um, I'm picking Utah to win the Pac-12, but I, I could uh, I could see a scenario where the Ducks or the Huskies end up winning the conference and have a r- really strong case to be able to be included in the college football playoff. But to your point about the usual cast of characters, you're picking a national champion. It's coming from one of these five names, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Georgia. Now, three of those schools are turning to new starting 
starting quarterback, but the difference is their new starting quarterbacks are also like five-star prospects that everyone thinks can be very capable. Uh, Clemson and Alabama have some of the top defenses in the country in a way that I think will allow Bryce Young and DJ Uyunglele to be able to take a big step forward. And for Georgia, like as much as I call them a national title contender, I think it's more interesting to think about them in the SEC, whether they'd be able to finally get one over on Alabama with Nick Saban slowly starting to rack up all these wins against Kirby Smart. So yeah, I mean, the, the top five are my five if we're talking about not just making the playoff, but winning two games against other playoff teams. And then I think that there's probably a group of five, six, seven schools beyond that that I think could make the playoff, but I would not pick them to win the national title. I want to revisit something that you just said in there. Uh, you mentioned you thought that Utah could win the Pac-12. I actually want to jump just a little bit deeper on a, a national level in your perspective. Give me a three or four things that identified Utah as a potential Pac-12 championship uh, winner to you. Well, aren't, I mean, three division championships in the last year, knocking on the door of the college football playoff before falling to Oregon in the college football, I mean, in the Pac-12 championship game. I, just, I think that we have to look at Kyle Whittingham time in the Pac-12 and Utah's success, particularly over the last half decade or so, and say that they need to be on your short list of contenders just anytime you step in. I think Charlie Brewer is going to have a fantastic season, and I think that that offense, I think because of the improved play at the quarterback position, we can see Andy Ludwig's offense produce at a level more similar to what they were able to do in 2019 with Tyler Huntley. You know, the defense a little bit green in spot, but I think they're going to be really, really strong uh, in sort of bad form this year. It's taking a bet on the transfer portal, and that Utah made some good pick uh, in the transfer portal, and that everything's going to click together. So if all that works out, I don't think Utah's going to be undefeated, but I think that Utah can win the Pac-12 South, and then just sort of in, a, in just doubling down on calling my shot, saying that they could take down Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. BYU coming off the impressive season last year. They lose Zach Wilson and a number of other key players, and the schedule really, really ramps up for them, um, where they're playing a, a, a multiple Power 5 teams this year. Uh, obviously, 11-1's probably uh, a little wishful thinking for BYU, but how do you think they rebound after last year with a uh, much more difficult schedule? While you, it's nice to be able to promote from inside, I think the loss of Jeff Grimes could be you know among the top. Like I'm not going to put him above Jack Wilson, but I will say that if we're looking at the returning starters and you know on the defensive side of the ball or the top producers on either side of the ball, I think that losing uh, someone who I believe to be a pretty strong offensive coordinator off in mind, um, that, that's got to be significant. Again, you're promoting from inside, so you can sort of keep the, the same game plan. All those starters on the offensive line are going to be able to you know, continue to execute in a way that, uh, or however, you know, Aaron Roderick wants to be able to put together game plans on a week-by-week basis, call games on Saturdays. But here you mentioned the, the rotating in of the Power 5 opponent, and it's almost, to me, the way that I project the season, a more challenging aspect than just the fact that they are Power 5 opponents. But many of them are Power 5 opponents who will really, really need non-conference wins to be able to go bowling. I mean, Virginia, Washington State, Baylor are all teams that aren't at the bottom of their conference, but they're not at the top, and they're going to have a lot of coin flip games. And as they're going through those coin flip games, suddenly the importance of that BYU game being a win is now high. So there's no way that I think BYU is going to catch some of these mid-tier Power 5 teams napping because they are going to have a desperation factor in their goal of getting to bowl eligibility. It's almost like, you know, you wouldn't rather take a game where you're going to lose, but maybe you would rather have that upset potential of B-Tech, right? Where Texas is uh, all of a sudden going to get run over for 400 yards uh, because their defense can't line up straight and you've got them because you prepared better during the week. Uh, but when you, again, Virginia, Washington State, Baylor, these are teams that need wins. They, they are not going to be pulling away 
from anyone. And so I think it's going to be very, very difficult just because of that extra factor to it. Of course, love the Bronco Bowl, but my expectation is that BYU uh, is going to be, you know, like, what, 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five bowl team, but uh, maybe coming up just a little bit short as the schedule gets uh, a little bit tough. All right, that was Chip Patterson from Hanson Scotty earlier today. Uh, I thought that last point he made about BYU's opponents was an interesting one. Yeah. Because they, they are going to play teams that need those non-conference Ws, and maybe it won't have an exhibition-y feel to them because they've got to get to that mark. Right, and the, the really good teams that they're playing, like uh, SC and Utah and Arizona State, are all going to be motivated, too because they're good enough that they could position themselves for something special. So, yeah, BYU has a difficult schedule. I agree with what he said about Utah. I think Utah is going to be really good. I think uh, the quarterback situation is going to put them in a place where they can do some things that they couldn't do a year ago. And uh, and I think BYU might be a little better than he. I think they'll be better than 6-6. Six and six. But... I don't really know it. I mean, I just think it. Yeah, we'll see how good Brewer turns out to be. I don't know. I haven't seen him play enough, honestly, to, to be that confident about it. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be good. He's going to provide an element that they that they need and want. And I, one of those running backs is going to step up big, I think, Jake. And the offensive line is going to be good. They have terrific uh, tight ends. And, uh, and the defense is the defense. It's just, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think Arizona State, as you mentioned, I think they'll also be good. Um, USC, we're, we're actually going to talk some USC football coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour uh, with Adam Grossbard, who covers USC for the Orange County Register, and we'll find out if uh, this is the year they finally put it all together. But uh, I think it'll be a competitive division, that's for sure. I'd, I don't know if I'm sold on the teams in the north. Everybody keeps assuming that the, the south champion will play Oregon. I'm not so sure that's the case. They're replacing quite a bit up there. You know, we'll see what Washington does with, uh, I know he's not a new head coach per se, but he's still kind of new because last year I don't kind of counted. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see, you know, if Jimmy Lake can continue on what Coach Pete did up there uh, in Washington. But I'm not so convinced that uh, that Oregon is necessarily going to come out of the north unless everybody else decides to stink. Uh, well, I, I don't think that's a great division. I've not this year. Well, I, I do think Oregon's going to be good. I know you're high on Cal, and uh, but I, I I look around that uh, the North and I think okay, it's it's either going to be Oregon or Washington, and I think with the athletes they have in those programs that they will be uh, a tough challenge. But I think uh, the, I think the Utes have a really tough challenge just to win the division. Honestly, I mean Arizona's going to stink, but the rest of the league, I mean Colorado. You know, they came out guns a-blazing last year, and then the Utes beat them, obviously. But, you know, if Carl Durrell can help them. I just don't think Colorado is that great. But Arizona State-USC should be pretty formidable. Yep, those two teams. And especially since the Utes have to play the Trojans. Down in the Coliseum, which has been uh, darn near impossible for them to win down there. So we'll see. Not Sports Report coming up next. We're live at Bullfrog Spas. It's their job fair. If you're looking for a gig, come out here and uh, interview. 7017 West, 118 South, out here in Harriman. They're looking to add folks to their team. And uh, they're, uh, they've got great benefits, great place to work. Come check it out. 7017 West, 118 South. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON. On your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Utes at 50 update here on the big show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ute linebacker Devin Lloyd talks about how the defense has grown this offseason. Um, I would say we've grown closer together. We understand, we understand, you know how to, you know how certain things motivate one another, and I think that um, kind of hurt, you know, as far as you know a lot of the ones being out, you know, that same camaraderie, um, you know, even just talking with some of the guys that we're in, um, um, you know, just that camaraderie, being together on the field, understanding where to be, communication, all that type of stuff. This update brought to you by our friends at Homie. Finally, the way real estate should be, full service, local agents, and they will save you thousands. Homie, a better way to buy or sell. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Live from Bullfrog Spas. It's their job fair, 7017 West, 118 South, right out here in Harriman. It's time for the non-sports port. It's brought to you each and every day by the Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going to uh, St. Louis, but before we go there, Jake, let's go to California because I saw a picture of a mountain that I have some good feeling for because of some experiences I had boating uh, at a, uh, a nearby lake, uh, Mount Shasta. I uh, spent some time when I lived in California heading up there and uh, getting the houseboat and doing boating on on Shasta Lake or Lake Shasta, however you want to say it. And I saw a picture of it today, Mount Shasta, no snow, no snow on it, Jake. And that's like the first time anybody's ever seen Mount Shasta without snow on it. Good? No. Not good. Is that global warming or what? What's going on? Uh, I don't don't know. As we learned about Jake yesterday, more pollution, better. (laughs) Is it orange Shasta? Purple? No, that's just as bad as Worcestershire. I don't. It it was worse, actually. At least Worcestershire sauce had some, you know, cleverness to it. Actually, you know where I got that joke from? I was watching the Jackie Gleason show in the '60s, and I remember him saying, "Couldn't tell." You think it's a little stale, do you? Well, hopefully, Mount Mount uh, Mountain Dew is covered in snow. All right, uh, so, Jake, a man, uh, well, he was in 
uh, Kansas City, but he needed to get to St. Louis. So he didn't have a way to get to St. Louis. So what would you do if you were in Kansas City and you needed to get to St. Louis? What would you? How would you get there if you didn't have uh, access? Well, I've got a thumb, don't I? Would you hitch a ride uh, or walk? It says here it's an 89-hour walk. You can't walk. 271 stay, miles. Get on, stay would, in Kansas City. Would you, would you get on a bus? <laughs> sure. Would you rent a car? Sure. Would you jump on a plane? I'd, uh, I'd jump on a train. Jump on a train. I'd jump on a plane and a train. I'd jump here. I'd jump there. Would you eat it in a box? Would you eat it with a fox? <laughs> So, this unnamed man did none of those things. He woke up, realized he needed to get to St. Louis, so he stole a car to get there. Do you know why he needed to get to St. Louis? For a court appearance. Well, hey, gotta get to, don't want those warrants, man. I'm not sure he made it first court appearance because police apprehended him as he was driving, as he was trying to get there. They put down, what do they call those things? You know, the the things that, that have the sharp things sticking out. What's that called? I think that's a technical term, actually. No, it's uh, spike strips. That's what they are. <laughs> oh, I thought it was tire pokies. I know. <laughs> so they got him. They got him. But he stole a car because he didn't have any other way to get to his court appearance. Well, I mean, got to get to your court appearance, man. Maybe there's bail. I don't want to deal with those bail bondsmen. They're mean. Your ideas were better. You know? Yeah, probably should. It's a ride. Take a train. Don't take an automobile, literally. Take a run, Forrest Gump style. How long did how far did you say it was, Austin? Uh, two hundred and seventy-one miles. It would take eighty-nine hours, according to Google, to walk it. I have driven that road many times, and uh, and it's. Uh, but I don't care how desperate it was. Uh, I would. St- the only reason I would steal a car is if there was an emergency, and there happened to be an idling car nearby, and I needed to get somebody to the hospital, or that, you know, I could see myself maybe getting desperate in, in a case like that. What would it take you to steal a car? Oh, man, maybe if I were really hungry, I needed like a drive-through, like a snack, or something. Yeah, Austin. Uh, I was raised not to steal, steal, unlike the two of you. So no circumstances. Well, uh, yeah, but none. No, no, I'm honoring my my mother and my father by not stealing. What if you didn't have access to a car and you had to get to the hospital within 20 20 minutes or you would die? Hey, uh, I'm not going to play God. My number's up there, Gordon. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, this guy had a court date. I just thought that was rich. I mean, what do you say? What do you say to the the officer? Uh, I had to get to my court. I was trying to make it to court. So I stole this beautiful... Right. Don't want the bondsman coming after me. Mm. Rather have the cops than the bondsman. Yeah, I've heard a stick folks. song, yeah.
<laughs> All right, we are live from Bullfrog Spas. We're out here in Harriman, 7017 West, 118th South. They are hiring, and our friend Marshall is uh, jumping on with us. This, uh, this is great. We've got a job fair going on. We've got some lunch, and uh, you folks are, are looking for new teammates. We are looking for teammates. We're coming up on winter, so if you want to come in out of the cold, we have a nice currently air-conditioned, but in the winter it's nice and warm as well. It's a great new facility out here in, out here in Harriman. Well, I think it's great. Not only are you guys a great company, but, you know, things are competitive out there, and you're stepping it up when it comes to, you know, things like benefits and, and really taking care of folks. Yep, production bonuses, referral bonuses, uh, health and dental 401k match, tuition reimbursement, just, just about anything there is to offer, we're offering. I find that concept of production bonuses pretty cool. You know, if a little... A little, uh, you know, reward for a job well done. That's pretty awesome. How's that work, Marshall? Well, so, you know, essentially we, we set a target for where we want our quality. And it'll, you know, we want our employees to earn that bonus. So it's not that we're putting a target out there that's unachievable. Uh, we'll base it on kind of where we're at in the last couple of weeks and, and maybe move the target just a little bit higher to, to drive performance. But the idea is to pay that bonus. In fact, when they exceed those targets, we double that bonus. And oh, that's wow. what we really want to do. Is we, there's nothing we'd love to do more than double that bonus. So I assume you, you find that fine line between uh, as far as quantity and quality, right? You don't want to speed it up to the point where people are just throwing it together because that's what bullfrog spas are known for. I own one. And it's a high-quality product, and so you, you got to do that, right? Absolutely. We've, we've been known for our quality for many years, so we don't, we don't want to sacrifice it now. Now's not the time to do that. All right, the job fair going on <clears throat> tonight until 7, and then uh, if you can't make it tonight, uh, they have, uh, they're going on tomorrow, too, from 11 to 2. So 7017 West, 118 South here in Harriman. If you want more info, you can go to Bullfrog Spas slash Hiring Fair as well. Marshall, thank you, sir. Thank you. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Kalani, he checks the box in nearly every single category of what type of coach you want to be while you. 11-1 didn't get you an extension. When most coaches in an 11-1 season with three years left would have got some type of extension. There are certain coaches out there that just have looked at coaching at BYU as the be-all of all existence. And for them, if it is, that's great. But for other people, it's like, no, I want to get paid. I want to get paid market value. I want to get paid uh, and have an extension on par with my peers. I continue to ask the question of what does he need to do to truly be valued and loved there? And if it takes Tennessee coming in and being like, hey, we want you to come coach in the SEC, man, I think it'll be a similar outcome that we just saw with Bronco. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.